Good morning. We are so blessed to be here. Um, it's we praise God for this opportunity. Um, we over the years we we have many of you have been able to go down to see us, to spend time with us in the community in what the Lord has called us to do. So the privilege to be here this morning is such a blessing. We have members of our church with you here in this community, like our brother Don, Don Peter and his wife Maria. Um, we have Lawrence uh, somewhere. So being able to, to come and see you all, we, we just can't express our joy being here with you. Um, we, through the love of God, we have become one family. I, I feel home, actually. Um, it's a blessing to be with my wife. My wife is a very special person. It's a blessing from the Lord. So, I'm blessed. I'm blessed and I praise God for that. Um, we call people, we always say, we as Caribbean people, coming to the U.S. is the American dream. People fight, people do all they can to travel to the U.S. They feel like the U.S. is heaven for them. But we know we have a better heaven. <laughs> um, if it, it, um, it's, it's take God's hand, God's blessing, to break all those barriers and to be able to travel like this. Be able to stand in front of a public like you to speak for us is something very special. It's, it's, it's where not God's hands moving barriers, moving mountains, it would be very difficult. But for us, we just see things happen of, of, of which we are so grateful and blessed. So we praise God for that. I was listening to the worship leader. It was great, the worship. I'm no longer a slave of, of sin, but I'm a child of God. It has such a revelation. Not only you sing it, but you let it in and think that I am a son of God. It takes you, you know, it, it take, it's, it's blesses you so much just to know that I am a child of God. It has a spiritual vision, so may the Holy Spirit help you not to just sing it out, but to believe it. So when you, when you come out of here singing those songs, you go out there, you get so strong, you are kind of flying over all the difficulties, all the problems. You know the eagles, when the, 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 the crawl try to bother, and the eagle go higher. Where the, with the, the call, you call the, the, that, the call, that the, the call can't bother anymore. So when we finish singing those songs and we go out to this dying world, 
that has all kind of problem. Because you sing with so with you trust, you believe what you're singing, and you become spiritually strong enough to face all kind of difficulty that that, that is in the world. And continue praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40 from verse 6 to 9. Verse 6 to 9. The voice said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. And all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flowers fade. But the, the words of our God stand forever. O Zion, you who brings good tidings, get up into the high mountains of Jerusalem. You who brings good tidings, lift up your voice with strength, say the cities of Judah. Behold your God. Amen. Thank you, Father, for, for your words. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for opening our heart, our mind, to understand your holy word. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God always is always speaking for everything he chooses to create. He does it out of the spoken word. If God always first speak, then act upon his word. Um, when God wants to do something, he declares that first, then act. Because he speaks, then he acts. what he has said. He is always speaking. God always speaking. Why does God continue speaking the same thing over and over? Why does God speak, is speaking the, I mean, why does God speak or is speaking the same thing over and over? It's because he wants to continue revealing his will to us. To each individual, to every nation, to every family. Because of his loving, suffering, and mercy and love to us, he continued to remember us who he is, his everlasting plan to serve and bless, bless us. Hallelujah. God has a 
a great plan for each and every one of us. <clears throat> so he is not calling us to only speak up his word, but also to be open for him to work through us the actional power of his word. When does God want us to speak? Now. <laughs> God wants us to speak now. Um, and Isaiah is telling us, using some words that we are familiar with, telling us that we are grass. And he tried to connect the idea that generation comes and generation go. So it's telling us we have a very limited time to do what we have to do. And we have to do it now. Normally we were not created to, we were not created to die. We tend to think that we have a lot of time but in reality, our time is very short. Because our time is so short, so we are to be selected of what we're doing. Um, so not to be confused or distracted. We have a specific tax, and we have a short time to, 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 to get it done. So God wants us to speak now, to speak up. This is why the, the, the preachers, the announcers of the gospel are always ordinary men and women or nation that God the Lord has called to speak his word to their generation. Isaiah did a good job. We see his work, prophetic work, so we can read it. We can nourish ourselves out of it. It was called to speak, to, to speak up. And he had to take advantage of the time he had to do so. Preach the word, saying what God wanted him to say. So that's why today we have the book of Isaiah, which is rich of the truth of the prophetic word to his generation. And the word of God is, is not just for one generation. It's continue being living word for generation to generation. So that's why we have the, the privilege and the blessing to, to, I mean, to listen to what Isaiah said to his generation. You who bring good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain you who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift up, do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, he is your God. More than 500 years after Isaiah call, was called to speak up to the word, the word of the Lord, John the Baptist received the same call to preach, to prepare the way of the Lord, to, speak, to preach the word of repentance. Go and tell them, do not be afraid to, to, 
to go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee and they will see me. We need to be able to see him, the hope of glory. Jesus is the hope of glory. The word preached in the name of the Lord is the hope of glory. Life can be so difficult. Life can be so confusing. It would be so hard to be in a family relationship without the enlightened word of God. Every details of our life, we need to be looking at the word of God in order not to get confused. We need God's word in every detail. um, That's why we have to listen and let the Holy Spirit teach us how to really be open to the truth, the hope of glory in the name of Jesus. In him, says the Apostle Paul, in him we live. In him we live and, and move and have our being. In, lim, in him we live and move and have our being. There is no way that we can function. There is no way that when we can do things correctly unless we, we get into the living word of God. We have to let that word go into the deep of our heart and believe not only, not only for us to, to receive the blessing out of the word, but we can be so fooled because some people get so foolish. They, they think they can do it by themselves. It's a higher dimension. It's something you, get, you can't get out of, the, of college. No university teach those things. They are spiritual matters. We receive that blessing when we open our heart first to Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit is doing a work in you. Take all those limited physical, fleshly things and fill us with the higher knowledge, the spiritual knowledge, so we can understand the mind of God. Hallelujah. And it's so blessed. So you can you become a blessing for yourself. Because you, you have learned how to look at into the resor- spiritual resources that the Lord has provided for us. So this is the demonstration of the love of God for each and every one of us. God gave us his word. And he's asking us to speak up. Because the, the gospel is not selfish. We have, we have a call to share what we have. That's why we must have it. We must know we have it. We must know the power of God attached to what we have. When we speak, we speak in faith. When we move, we move in faith. Trusting that God can do it. God is able. Hallelujah. That's why we have to trust, to believe in his word. In him, we live and move and have our being. Fear and many other things can hinder us from speaking up for Jesus. Fear of being rejected, 
persecuted, persecuted, exposed to suffering. Many times, many people try to find a big excuse not to preach. Let me tell you, everybody in this room is a preacher. <laughs> Don't find any excuse. You can speak up. Because you, 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 one, one day you receive Jesus in your life. This is, this is what makes the difference. You have Jesus in your life. You are baptized in water, in, in, the, in the fire of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you can speak. You have to start now speaking to your husband, speaking to your wife, speaking to your children, speaking to your workmate. Everywhere we go, we have to speak. Speak what? <laughs> the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Only his, his name has the power to break every chain of sickness, loneliness, family problems, drug, drug, drug and addiction. And the list goes on. We live in a, this, I mean, I mean, we see the prophecies. The Bible is so, is so clear. And God is, is such a great God. Through his word, it just makes everything so clear. Thousands of years ago, the Bible keeps saying the same thing, and we are seeing it happening. We see strange, very strange things happening. But we, we are not surprised because we read that in the Bible. So when we get distracted, all we have to do, going back to the word. And we, we say, wow, wow, there it is. <laughs> there it is. So you, 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 you feel so blessed because God didn't want us to remain in confusion. The word is so clear. Everything that is happening around us is there in the word. How to treat his husband, how to treat a wife, how to raise our kids, how to behave, how to please God, how to manage our money, how to see our neighbor. Every little thing in this is in the Bible. And it tells us that Jesus is coming back. We must be ready. Amen. In his name, in the, in the name of Jesus, there is power to break every chain. Loneliness. Our people are facing different kind of emotional problem. We have to have that word pull in. We have to be serious about that. Because we have so many people. We love people. When the Bible tells us we must love people. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> whether they are short, whether they are high, whether they are big, whether they are, <laughs> whether they are black, whether they are white. The Bible tells us we must love people. 
And it's not any type of love. It says the same love of Jesus, the same love that Jesus said. This is the challenge. Because we want to make up it away. <laughs> we want to, to fashion it away. But it's not our way. It's God's way. You know, this is the way. The, the, it's so difficult for us to do it. Because, because since we are human beings, we, we, we have that weakness. Sometimes it's a big challenge to be able to do it the biblical way. But the Holy Spirit is there to help us. Sometimes we pray, oh, God, help me. <laughs> How many of you are praying sometimes? <laughs> because you feel, you feel it's so far away from you. You know, because it's some, not something you can do with your, with your strength. We have to believe, to trust God. Oh, God, feel me. And you are there, you are there because we, it's, you have to be at that level where the, the Holy Scripture tells us where we are. I can't justify myself, oh, I'm okay with, with my wife Esther. I can't be saying, oh, I've, I've got everything okay. You know, I have to, to be going to the Word. And finally, the Word, we, we, when we stand in front of Jesus, in the, the word we tell, we, we say where I, where I am with the truth. So we go out there, we find people in a big situation, big trouble. I remember when, when we just got married and we had to start ministry. And the challenge was so big. Everywhere you have sick people, everywhere you have hungry people, everywhere you see children cannot go to school, you know, people without legal document, I mean, immigrant, all kind of problems. All you could do was just, just to, be, to run away from that. But, and Jesus would tell you, I send you, I send you to, to do the work. So we had no options to just stay praying, be praying all the time. Oh, God, help me, teach me what to do. And finally, the Lord gave us that strength. To face, to be there. It's not about me. It's not about Esther. It was about our strength. It's not about our resources. It's about him. In him we lack nothing. In him we have the strength. In him we have the power to go. In him we have the knowledge. In him we have the money we need. In him we have the health we need. Praise God. Sometimes I would feel some pain. We'd feel some pain. I would think uncomfortable. In our culture, we know sometimes we can have a physical problem, but sometimes it can be a spiritual problem. It can be spiritual with witchcraft. People send, people do things. I mean, I mean, devilish things to attack you. Spiritual, you can feel a pain. You think it's a real pain. It's a physical pain. It's a spiritual power fighting against you. And the first thing I do, I put my hand where I'm feeling the pain, and I raise the other hand in heaven, and asking for, for spiritual help. Help. Amen. And it's work. Amen. Amen. God is good. Amen. When you have the opportunity to meet somebody, and instead of telling them about your cosmetic, the cosmetic you use, your degree, <laughs> your business, your medical prescription, Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about the power in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about his word. And I, be, I, I believe that heaven will clap hands for you yes. as a preacher. Because once people start saying Jesus, it's something different. Amen. It's something different. Something will happen. Something will happen. So, I tell my, my people, women sometimes can be very jealous. Men also. When we love our wife, you love your husband, and you are so watchful. <laughs> because you, <laughs> you become so watchful, and anything where you see, you start, oh, something is, is wrong. <laughs> you know, and I tell people, don't worry. Just read the scriptures. To, to, to your family. Read the scriptures to your children. We love our family so much. We, we want to show them that we love you. We do all we can to show our kids that we love them. You do all you can to show your wife that you love them. You do all you can to show your husband. I'm telling you, if you really love them, teach them the word of God. <laughs> Preach the word. Then the word of God will make everything straight. Amen. Amen. Don't try to fight for yourself. You will be tired. In a very short time, you will be tired of fighting. We are professional trying to fight, in for, to fight for ourselves, trying to get things right. And finally, we get so discouraged because we realize we can't do it. I'm telling you that through the name, in the name of Jesus, through his power, you can do it. He will do it for you, and you will be so happy. And God is God's will that we are happy. We are joyful in the midst of the big trouble, in the midst of the war that is going on, in the midst of the con family confusion, in the midst of everything, we can be joyful. We can be rejoicing in the name of the Lord. Just look up. I lift my head. We have to lift our head. We have to look at into the Holy Scriptures. And the Lord would be in charge. He is in charge. Tell them about the, the all-powerful Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, whose name can save them out of all they are going through. So please do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The word of God is encourages not to be afraid. It's a human condition being afraid of the future. I'm afraid of the future. I'm afraid if I get sick. I'm afraid if I get an accident. I'm afraid. And fear can hinder us. We should not be afraid. It's a human condition. We are afraid. Everybody is afraid. But we are called. We are We are. We are invited not to be afraid. If, if, because, if, because if it is a human condition, how we can get rid of that, not to be afraid? Look into, into the living truth, the word of God. He is able. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, all power has been given to me. He, so he is sending us in his power. And in Jesus' name, as one of, of your president said once, yes, we can. May the Lord bless you. <laughs> Let's pray.
Man, God, I thank you. Thank you for this word today. I thank you, Lord, that just as you gave Isaiah boldness, God, just as you gave John the Baptist boldness, God, just as you gave so many people throughout generations boldness, Father, the same boldness is available to us through the power of your spirit. And so, God, I pray, Father, that we as a church, Lord, that we as people would grab hold of that. And, Lord, that we would speak your word. Lord, that we would be digging into your word and that we would be speaking your word, God. And that in all things, we would trust you with the outcome, God. I thank you, God, that you fill these broken clay pots and you do something miraculous in it. And, God, you do it in such a way that there's no way we look at ourselves and think of how special we are. No, God, we know it's only because of you that anything happens. Lord, we do have everything. Our being entirely is only found in you. God, I pray for anyone here that still thinks, that still believes that they're all set and they've got it all figured out. Lord, I pray today that they would understand that they really don't. God, that none of us do, that we need you. Jesus, if any one of us could be all said, I don't know that you necessarily would have had to come, but even if one of us was the only one on the whole face of the earth that was messed up, you still would have come. But God, we know the truth. We know that the whole world is messed up because of sin, because of just our flesh. So, Father, I I lift up anyone here that doesn't know you, God, that they would understand that they just have to call on your name, believe that you died and rose again, Lord, that's it. Accept the free gift of salvation. It's not rocket science. But, God, you do call us to do it. And so, God, I pray that there would be no one here, Lord, that if today's the day, Lord, if today's the day, of our death, if today's the day, Lord, of the rapture, Father, that there would not be one person here that would stand before you and say, hey, I I did this good thing for you, or I I was a good person, and you would have to say to them, I never knew you. God, I pray, Father, that we would understand that the only way we are ever known is through your Son. The only way we are ever known is through the blood of Christ that cleanses us from all sin. And Father, I do pray, God, would you just fill us with a boldness that we can't even get our heads around? Lord, I want to see revival. We want to see revival here. God, would you bring it? Have your way in us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Awaken Great Bay in Dover, New Hampshire. We're so glad you found us. If you want to learn more about our church or need prayer for something in your life, connect with us at awakengreatbay.com.